Oh, fuck it, we live. But yeah, no, I, I do think I love I love the uh, the four chan like recruitment angle. I think it's pretty sick, honestly. It's very funny. Can you imagine like a barracks full of those fucking guys? A barracks full of four chaners. Oh god. Oh god, <laughs> piss jugs. Somebody, they're shitting everywhere. You know, just making a mess. Come, come. There's much. There's a towel that's been sitting there for months and has grown a mushroom out of it. All the socks are sitting straight up. Mm-hmm. Like they take them off like after they, the day. They set them next to the boots. And it's not sweat. Yeah, and it's next to the boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, butt plug inspection. Line up in front of me right now. If you join the army because of like psyop girls, you deserve yeah. every ounce of Honestly, lead you eat. You've you really, <laughs> you really, you messed up, bud. You messed up. That was that that one Tucker bit where he's like, "This is like he covers that Ludron girl." No way. Yeah, he covers her and he's like playing her clips. It's like her dancing with like a five seven with cat ears on and shit. And he's like, "This is just a blatant postmodern psyop." Dude. It's like Tucker, you're a blatant, blatant postmodernist psyop, my guy. Yeah, for real. Hot meat fucking cattle, dude. Well, even like Joe Rogan is freaking out about like uh, what was it that one story about the student that identifies as like a cat and wanted the litter box mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about that, but it's just these seem like all just like red meat shit. For boomers who are like, it's yeah. for people like Jordan Peterson to retweet and go, oh my God. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> because I think to like digital natives like us, like we see that shit and it's like that glows so yeah. fucking hard. Like <laughs> we see that we're not touching it with a 10 foot pole. But that some thing, of these, dude, Kyle Rittenhouse is out here. Yeah. Dude, fucking Kyle Rittenhouse would probably smash the fuck. They would be the biggest power couple. Mm-hmm. If Rittenhouse and that Lugion chick yeah. got together. Lugia from Pokemon. That dude. Sexy Lugia from Pokemon. Move over Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yo, I'm telling you. We got Lugia and Kyle Rittenhouse. (laughs) Oh, my God. They will be the biggest power couple, dude. Just think about it. Think about it. He looks like a fat little cherubic angel sometimes. He He looks like a... He looks... I mean, everybody jokes about it. He looks kind of like Shane. It's the face of a killer. He Apparently, he's giant now. Mm. Like, he's huge and tall and like... believe it. He's basically like he's Shane if he never got into stand up or drinking Bud like thirty Bud Lights a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, hold on, I gotta let the cat yeah, down. Hear, or he's gonna fucking scratch. He wants the the, cou- the council wants to assemble right now. Yeah, dude, we're gonna get the fucking syndicate together. Hold on, the symposium. Yeah, the, can- the council will assemble. <laughs> it's penis inspection day over at Uncle Ted's cabin. <laughs> Unfortunate. Penis inspection by Admiral Bird. Yo, everybody lying. Little up. did everyone know that uh, they actually did that on the ship every day. I was about to say, you know how much that would suck, though, if you were on the Antarctic expedition and there was penis inspection? Like, These pubes are atrocious, mate. What are you doing? But it's also like, yo, hey, Captain, you know it's cold, bro. It's a cold day. It's... It's not my best showing. <laughs> yeah, true. Everybody's... It, it, we're just as small as each other. It's free. We're in the Arctic. 
Yeah. The guy with the longest cock in the Arctic, you don't want to mess with him. You don't want to mess, you don't with, mess that with that guy. guy. <laughs> oh, but yeah. He's getting over the ice wall first and fucking all the Aryan bitches. How uh, how you been, man? Picking up some gigs. Uh, you've been you've been living like a, a pseudo neat. Like you've been picking up gigs. You're making some money. You're doing your thing. But for the most part, like you've had more days off and like I have time. Like today, to you said it, you you like you no lifed Final Fantasy. I didn't touch Final Fantasy today. You didn't touch. I've Final been no lifing Final Fantasy very hard for like the okay. past week. When I, I only had to work like Saturday last. You week. had to put the pipe down. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I had to, I had to wean off for a little <laughs> bit, you know. <laughs> and uh, but I yeah, I mean, I finally got to like the in game stuff, and I've just been fucking around on that. But like, work is about to pick up and get real crazy next month. Like it's, uh, I'm actually like the company that I've been contracting with wants me to come on as a part timer now. Which I was thinking might happen eventually, but it's happening now, which is kind of nice. cool. Yeah. Uh, so that Very means good. I don't have to like assemble taxes uh, as much at the end of the year. Also, I'm just going to turn the cat around so his asshole isn't just like straight in the camera. Uh, we're trying. We're trying. You, think they didn't, you don't think the patrons want that? That's not what they gave us. I give us know. a dollar for. You pay a dollar to stare into my cat's asshole for an hour cool. and just be hypnotized by it. I mean, come on. I mean, if there was any cat's asshole you'd be looking at, Admirals is pretty cool. If anything, it's a cool butt. It's a cool butt, dude. <laughs> I, love, I love how loud he is. <laughs> just hear him at all times. Yeah. Well, and that's that's just one of the quirks of like rescue animals, dude. I fucking love rescue animals. And like Louie, you know, we got him from a farm. We got him. He was like a, a breeder litter, mm-hmm. not like a puppy mill farm. Like sure. he, it was like a family that lived on a farm. I didn't mean it like we got him from a puppy farm, but uh, got him from the Amish. Yeah. But no, that's that's the only animal my whole life, man. We've we've always had like rescues like that guy I found at my work. And um that's one of the things about like property maintenance is <laughs> dude, there's animals everywhere. You are always gonna have some animal stories. I had to break up a pit bull fight like a month ago. Oh yeah, like, you stick I, your and, thumb in his butt so you like No, go? I had to run into the office and grab a broomstick, a pit bull and shoved and, it in his butt. So I tried to shove it in his mouth, and, and <laughs> dude, there is no way you were you were prying those. That jaws thing's open. a vice grip. It's a vice. It's an incredible. Even vice if grip. I had like a metal crowbar, I was not getting those. You know jaws what stops open. Pitbull? Whacking it the fuck on the nose. That's what I did. I took that Glock seventeen. No, <laughs> no. In in this situation, it was a little. Di- I will say because the one dog. That's a joke. Nobody get upset. The one dog got off leash. Mm-hmm. And it was like an olden, an, excuse me, an older golden retriever Poor that like fella. ran over. Poor guy. And I will say the owner of the pit bull like freaked out and was like, because dogs read your fucking, they pick up on your vibes. They read your frequency. Yeah. Worst thing you can do is like get overexcited in that situation. Right. So she freaked out and then the pit bull was like, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and so as soon as the retriever got close enough, the pit bull latched on by the time yeah. I showed up, right? By the time I showed up. All these women are staring around. Again, like classic women move. Like all these women who work in the office, the owners, everyone's just standing around freaking out. They called us, so we had to walk from the workshop. And by the time I got there, there's blood. How is y'all's problem? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) There's blood all over this white dog. It hadn't let go for like five minutes. So I got the broomstick and just started beating the fuck (laughs) out of it in the face. (laughs) I probably broke its nose, but like... It got it off him. I don't know, man. It's just, and that's just one of the things that you like fucking deal with. So anyway, it's, that story to say that this guy I also rescued from a property. Mm-hmm. We find all kinds of like abandoned animals. You wouldn't believe 
the animals that people like actually leave behind when they move out. I do honestly though. Yeah. I do honestly. I do believe it. Like people do that kind of shit all the fucking time. Like it's it, some people can't forge like that connection with animals. It's just like something they either picked up or it's like an accessory in their house and they don't even yeah. look at it like they don't like have that bond with it. Like you have to have some kind of a bond with an animal to like not want to like to to actually want to care for it, you know? Sure. And some people like there's either something going on with them or it's just the kind of person they are that they cannot like forge that kind of bond with it, you know? Yeah, I've noticed that too because there's like really sweet animals. Like I'll go do work orders and service calls for people yeah. and there's like really sweet animals and their like, owners are just yelling at them the yeah, whole time. And, and like, I'm like, why the, don't they like you? What's their problem? But I'm like, like the dog isn't doing anything wrong. He's like, get out the way. He's like standing in the corner. He's like, Roscoe, you're a bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, you, dog. you don't have to punk the dog out because I'm here. <laughs> Dude, it's fine. You know, it's really no, I like your dog more than I, I like you. If I wasn't mean to him, he'd be acting up right now. <laughs> like it's that kind of shit. Yeah, it's wild but anyway yeah th this cat is very loud because when i found him he was missing half his nose oh so the whole left side i don't know if you ever looked at him but that's like all scar tissue oh i didn't know that like it's not even like a real nose look at that stretch that was so hi buddy i have to pick his boogers every morning yeah of course um it's, it's a ritual you guys have bay hates it she says she loves him, but she's totally putting up she's with like, him. Ew, dumpster cat. Dude, this cat Ew, is dumpster so cat. <laughs> but I love him. Like, he cuddles on me. He sleeps on my head. He's very friendly. He's very friendly. He's a nice boy. You know, he's, he's appreciative, chill. you know? He's just a little loud. And actually, you know, for, for all the cat owners out there, I heard, I read something recently that was like, if a cat sleeps at Ooh. your feet. That was a dicey move he just pulled. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he, he made it, though. Um, if a cat sleeps at your feet... Your time, dude. <laughs> he wants it. He wants it. He'll probably get the contact high, too. He loves chilling down here when we're smoking. Of course, of course. When they sleep at your feet, though, it means that they think they're your mother and that they need to protect you. Mm -hmm. But when they sleep by your head... They think they're your baby. Oh, interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that dynamic. And and it's it is I trip myself out when I start thinking about like animal behavior. <gasps> and just like yeah. instinct. What the fuck is instinct? Okay, riddle me this. What do you think this is? Like honestly, what do you think this is? So chickens, right? Yep. You know chickens, they can be raised in a perfectly like sterile environment, never seeing any predators for generations. And they've done experiments where they fly like a silhouette of a hawk overhead. Mm -hmm. And just them seeing the shadow is enough for them to freak out. And they've never seen a predator in their life. He is macking on you, bro. He's, he's making muffins in my stomach. He's trying to open the biscuit factory, dude. You need to let him on. You need to let him on you. I got the mic here. But now, what what is that though? Like that's what some people would call instinct. Is that like genetic imprinting? Like yeah, there, I think there's something to be said about like behaviors uh, and and like the ideas and awarenesses that helped you helped whatever it was survive gets almost imprinted into the genome. Right. It's like um, the idea. I always see the meme, and it's like the human thing with the uncanny valley and how mm -hmm. we still have that. And people theorize that that's like a thing that came from a time where humans had a reason to be afraid of something that looked human but was not human. Yes. And I find that to be very fucking interesting. When you bring in other races. Yeah. And yeah. Alien, Nephilim, It's ancient angels. imprinted knowledge that like, or I guess not imprint, but it's, it's like an old remnant 
from a time gone by. Yeah. You know? And the fact that you can, like, it's the same idea, like, when you remove hogs from wild, they turn into pigs. Or boars, wild boars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you pull a wild boar out, you know, it'll it'll go, like, hairless and turn it'll into a fat, husks gross pig. in, like, months. But then a regular pig, yeah, a regular pig, if you let it out, any regular farm, factory farm pig, if it gets out into the woods, turns into a boar like that. Takes no time. No time flat. Like, like a month. And it just starts fucking shifting, you know? I think um, there's also something to be said about not only genetic memory, but like that, like, almost if you're getting woo-woo spiritual with it, it's that, like, ancestor thing that everybody talks about. You know, like, the wisdom of the ancestors Mm -hmm. and the shit like that. And maybe it is, for, like, humans, it's stories that we get to pass down. Ancestral records. And it turns into religion and, yeah, and all this stuff, but... You know, on a basic biological level, what if those experience, like you said, get like almost imprinted into like, you know, the genetic memory? That's that's what I like to, and that goes or if into it's like almost something higher than that, the collective like it's, it's consciousness. Con- yes, exactly, something higher than that. The consciousness itself, the unseen is consciousness it. of reality, like the akashic records, almost the very the whole history of the whole history of mankind. You know, yes, like that kind of shit. Like it's, I think there's definitely something to be said, like that. There, there's. I don't think that shit's bullshit, personally. I have, right. a, I have a hard time believing that's, like, complete bullshit. It, it, it doesn't really, like, there's so many unexplained, there's so many things that you cannot explain without, like, trying to attribute it to some kind of, like, higher ancestral memory. Yeah. Kind of like the way we talk about, like, history's falsified. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think there was a time where there was, like, weird other beings running around on this planet, probably. Absolutely, it had to have been. Hindu history is too weird for that not to have been the case, you know? Like, yeah, it's too right. weird. They just have too many drawings of, like, weird beings for it to not have been the case, you know? Well, then again, if we're taking, like, a like a purely genetic, like, material universe route, you know, with, like, this ancestral shit, you know, I was talking today or meditating today on, like, the idea of, you know, the biggest question of all. What is the meaning of life? And, you know, you can dice that up into, like, why is life even, like, a thing in the universe? And you have a lot of materialists, and people try to explain it away as, like, we're a cosmic accident. You know, we're a bunch of atoms that figured out how to come together and transfer energy and become cells and multiply and divide. And that's why science doesn't really have a good basis of what consciousness is like nobody actually knows what it is yeah it's which not is like why, a measurable thing yeah it's not tangible you can't like collect data on consciousness you can collect data on like the aspects of consciousness mm-hmm. but you cannot consciousness itself and what constitutes it yeah you cannot like there's no like replication of it so that's why i think there's a lot to be said about ancient teachings ancient history cultures the way they went about things and the way they perceive the world, I think they may they may have been a bit more in tune with like how the world actually works, not living in the quote unquote matrix like we know about, right? Yeah. And so again, when I'm when I'm sitting there <coughs> contemplating the biggest question of all, the meaning of life, you know, a biologist, a materialist, will sit there and say, well, the meaning of life is to procreate. And then again, yeah, okay, the species, I guess. But then you take it a step further and it's you ask simplistic. why. Yeah. 
why that? Yeah, and, and then they're the like, why, the why okay, but like, then, oh, all right, well, well why, why would they want to do that? Well, maybe it's because it preserves the species. But it's like, why would a species inherently, just by the nature of its existence, like, why would a chimpanzee know that it needs to protect a chimpanzee if it weren't for these social fucking genetic imprints which could be ancestral recall mm-hmm. which could be collective consciousness which could be the shit that the geneticist can't fully explain why like, there's why they can't really dis, like determine a missing link essentially like yeah because they still haven't fa- fully found that like that that that's one of those things that i feel like was being talked about if, like 10 years ago where they were still talking about missing links because they were finding little weird hominids all over the place. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like that conversation has died out, and we're not seeing that kind of stuff anymore. Like, well, the Smithsonian got their hands on it. Yeah, you know, they got all them giant skeletons in there still. Still got all them giant skeletons hiding in there, yeah, huh? We are Smithsonian haters here. Honestly, I want to make a the, our first merch drop should be like Smithsonian Haters Club or something. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a, I'm a normal guy like and can a, be trusted with like the skeletons. An impact font that says I hate natural history. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally be trusted with the ribs of Adam. You could let me in the skeleton room at the Smithsonian. <laughs> I won't steal anything. <laughs> I really I really do just want to have you been to the um like the Smithsonian's in DC? No, I haven't. Dude, that Bro, is we when I went up go. there, I never went. We need to go. They're go so cool. do a vlog or something while well, we're me there. Me and Bay, yeah, that'd be super fun. Actually. Uh, me and Bay just went again recently. I've been a couple times. I haven't been in so long. And I haven't have, been there, period. I haven't been to DC in a while though. Well, they have a uh, a whole section on like, you know, human anthropology, how we came from you know, supposedly nothing. They just left out some are. bits. <laughs> and they have, like, busts of all these different recreations and skeletons and skulls of things that they found. And but there's, like, a, a literal gap busts of, like... Of big boobies? Hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years. Like, they sure. just don't know. Yeah, they're just like... It's like three question marks, and you're like, cool. They're like, <laughs> well, we think this kind of happened around here. And then there's a huge just missing pool of data. Maybe that's when, like... You know, maybe that's when, like, the Vedic texts, like, all those cosmic wars were going yeah. on, and it just, like, evaporated people. Like, you know, maybe it was, like, there's no yeah, remnants like, of that shit melted. to be found. Well, I, I have, and then I've we had to start over as really Homo been sapiens. really into those, like, photos from the late 1800s of, like, the big, like... Tartaria-esque buildings. Oh, you're I've getting been Tartaria at pills? I've been looking at those lately, yes! and I'm just like, motherfuckers on bikes around this shit, and I'm like... It's so fun. It's what just is fun. this? Like... I saw a really crazy one where they excavated out underneath the Capitol and there was like a whole huge fucking thing under the Capitol. And I was like, what is that? Why don't why don't we talk about that? Why isn't there like a tour for that? Why isn't there stuff for that? What is that? Like there's a whole nother building under that bitch. And it's not like the tunnels or anything under DC. It's like there's a whole nother ass building that was already there. Yeah, I think my biggest argument for that mud flood argument is that the windows look at the windows mm-hmm. so a lot of times like buildings with basements like they'll have full ass windows yeah. like eight feet tall it doesn't make and, any sense and you can only see out the you're top like, like two feet and you're why'd like why'd you why? make windows to go to dirt yeah why would you why would you make windows that? that just go to dirt 
it, like it had to be filled up and covered. Something happened. Yeah, it. like something fucking happened. I don't know. So I again, I, we've had this conversation. Of course, of course. So how do you that's, feel? That's like one of our Rogan like chimpanzee yeah, things though. that we always come back to. But what <laughs> do you feel about like I guess like the big picture of the Tartarian Empire theory? Like, are you sold are, on the empire? I don't even know if it's like the idea of the empire or just that there's these remnant buildings that were here. I think that's that's really, my thing. Like where there's there's yeah. remnant buildings that existed in America. I think that they found. And like it, they were found during the eighteen. There are these inexplicable stone structures that like we couldn't do at the time. There's horse and buggy. There's no way we were it's doing inexplicable. that. Yeah. Like it's 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 the same thing with the pyramids. Like they're inexplicable. You know, they, they they have whole History Channel shows dedicated to coming up with like this complex theory of like, well, they put sticks in the mud and they wetted the ground so they could drag the stone across it. And it's like I don't. It that seems. That seems like a stupid way to do things at the time. And it seems like yeah. if, if your society was focused on maybe if your society was flourishing in a way, you could like waste time on projects like that. But if we're talking about subsistence living back in the past without like any kind of modern tech, it required a lot of work that was not just leisurely building <clears throat> giant things. Wasn't that also it like, would require f- so much farming, so much harvesting, but gathering. doesn't that also kind of fall in line though? with our conspiracy of there was advanced you know civilization advanced tech and even back then like egypt Egypt was flourishing (laughs) like like that's why it's right there at the nile it's because (laughs) you couldn't get water anywhere else so they had a flourishing they had trees they had palms you know they had papyrus they made fucking paper dude you know, like they they were on some shit. They definitely were on some shit. I and one of the things that always fascinates me is uh, what doesn't fascinate me, but it's interesting to me is that like my grandmother growing up was like super into Egypt stuff, like obsessed mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where she had like pyramids and hieroglyphs and Nefertiti busts like in her house and like crazy shit, right? Paintings on the walls yeah. of the pyramids and stuff. That was like that decor style was big for a yeah. while. <clears throat> like in the time period she probably grew up in. So for me, like it it was like just kind of weird thing that I grew up with. I never thought anything of until now looking back, it's like I'm turning into my grandmother. Like I'm like, yo, I'm <laughs> yo, these cats is gods, bro. Yes. They gods. I'm the telling you right now, they gods. gods. The Sphinx head was bigger. They carved it down. Yakub is my dad. <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm melanated. I'm I'm a melanated king. You know? I'm gonna start referring to myself as a melanated king. Honestly, just because I have freckles. That's your new nickname, Melanated King. Melanated I what if I I should change my Instagram to Melanated <laughs> King? <laughs> That's actually good. No, yeah. That I, wouldn't make anybody mad. Can, I, if you need me to, I can get a picture of you and Photoshop you in an Egyptian headdress. Can it? Can <laughs> we just put my face over Justin Trudeau's Halloween picture? Or uh, the him, of, picture? him is the genie from Aladdin or whatever yes, it was. The blackface the genie. Black no, just make it black. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> just make it black. That shit rules, man. I love it. But, yo, another thing I wanted to talk about before we get into... I know you have a couple stories. Yeah, I got and some, some stuff some lined fun up. Stuff. I got some things lined up. I've been online all day, just harvesting topics for for yeah. us. One of the one I of come the, bringing my treasures. One of the things I wanted to bring to the table today was uh, I was listening to the most recent Lifting in the Ruins. That's a horrible podcast. It's a terrible podcast. Honestly, everyone should no be one should listen to, to it. it. <laughs> 
No, this week was a banger, honestly. It, it was, was fun. It was, it was a fun little My banger. favorite section, though, uh, you guys only teased it, but you didn't really go into it. I want to explore um, the idea of Hicklib. Because you, Hicklib, you yes, were talking yes. about uh, Hassan Piker is doing Hicklib shit now. So what is, what's Piker doing and what is Hicklib? Okay, well, let's start with Hicklib. The idea of Hicklibbing, um, I think, is something that has arisen on like this kind of weird little sect of right-wing Twitter that they've been bringing up. But I've just been seeing tweets about well, it. Well, I've got my thoughts on Hicklibbing. Yeah. So what did, what did Hassan so- do? Hassan is using like the aesthetics of like uh, like his merch. All his merch is like he has like a T-shirt he put out that looks like a racing T-shirt, you know, and it has like his head real big. Almost it's like, like a NASCAR looking tee. like looking like uh, Kyle Petty. Ta- um, fuck Richard Petty. Richard Petty. Yes. Looking yeah. like Richard Petty with like a cowboy hat. And he's like, yeah. you know, and his head's tiny. And, uh, it's like a tr- big truck with like a 13 flag. And it's like he's stealing like hick aesthetics but it's a lib pushing it like on his fans well, and he's also has like real it's, it's tree the merch sa- it's the right? same he reason like real tree camo how many how many like people you know that are probably very annoying like almost probably gender goblins or whatever they may be that wear like real tree or like carhartt carhartt like that kind of stuff I, even a venue around here that made carhartt custom carhartt beanies is venue merch you know it, to it's, be hip to it it, it, but it's, it's like Hicklib. it's Hicklib stolen valor is what it is like yeah. they, they take the aesthetics of the working class the real working class who they fucking despise like they they hate these people these are the people that they think are uneducated losers and right. they steal their clothing style and then sell it as like merch and profit off of it and make money that's like that's part of the Hicklib thing or even like yeah. shows like a lot of people who watch if you're watch Yellowstone oh yeah you know, like they made Kevin Costner's character like kind of start copping to like. Well, we watch it all the time. Actually, you seen the, the talk? Have you seen ones. like the talking points that have well, been getting inserted in the show? Here's the thing: like though, I don't know why people actually, act like that. You know, if you actually watch the show, though, I will say they put like some super lib character in there as like a heel, and Kevin Costner ends up fucking her and winning her over, and she stops being vegan, and she likes. Oh, I realize the ranch life is actually like wow. You got because I've yeah. seen it portrayed as the opposite. And no, 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 no. And insert those values in the show via that character. They, <coughs> but if you actually watch the show and the full character progression, because uh, Bay and I watch that show religiously, um, it's one of the few shows that I actually like <coughs> want to watch week to week. I've never. I, I will say I've never watched an episode. It's not bad because I've it's never not all it's not all hillbillies and it, lo- fucking, it looked like uh, it's fun. It's a good show. And I don't mean it in an offensive way, but it looked like almost like a boomer show. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is. But like uh, you play boomer shooters. If you had, that's different, sir. Hey, we all can enjoy. <laughs> some, uh, bro, we smoke <laughs> meat and drink Bud Lights. Don't be hitting me with the I don't no, like boomer. We're TV not hick shows now. No, no, we're, we're hicks. What do you mean? If you d- d- watch the fucking show, I'm not simping for Yellowstone, but you all can, I'm if saying you like is, Yellowstone, you could simp for Yellowstone. I'm not going to hate. I'm you not simping for it because I don't simp for shit because <laughs> I'm just an enjoyer. Yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> I'm an enjoyer or noticer. Those are two things I am. <laughs> but no, the the one thing about the the lib character being inserted is that Kevin Costner literally fucks her, gets in like a, a three way relationship. See, that sounds based. Kev- it is based. That Kevin based. Costner fucks this young PETA chick and the governor <laughs> at the same time. He's fucking this milf governor and this young PETA chick. Moved her into his fucking governor house. Yeah. And and basically she gives up 
you know, her whole shtick. She renounces her sinful ways. And becomes a fucking hick lib, I guess. But w- what I really wanted to, to say about it is that normally, and this is where I'm conflicted, is that, like, I generally believe, like, the whole, like, cultural appropriation thing mm-hmm. is, Culture's like, bullshit. Culture's not costume, dude. Yeah. I, I generally think that's, like, a bullshit argument and, like, a bullshit cry wolf kind of thing. Sure, sure. But in this case, like, I kind of get it. <laughs> I get I'm willing, it. To, I'm willing to be slightly hypocritical in this case. I mean, I, I think that's how. I think that's a good way to treat things. Like sometimes yeah. there's things that you're just like, it's not excusable. Well, I think what really bugs me about it is that most people are quick to call appropriation on anything. Like they'll it's see you in a sombrero or yeah. in a poncho. Like wasn't there that Alex Stein video or somebody? who like went around in a poncho and a sombrero and a mustache. I mean, and he asked a bunch of white people. He made this man on the street interview. He asked a bunch of white people. He's like, does this offend you? Every white person said yes. Then he went to some Hispanic neighborhood wearing a poncho, a sombrero, and a fake yeah. mustache. And he's like, does this offend you? And they were like, nah, homie. This is funny. Like, <laughs> that shit's dope. Tight, yeah. dude, tight. And so. It's like I the beholder kind of shit. But. The poncho, I guess, I guess the poncho, though, could be seen as, like, some cowboy shit. It's the same way, like, cowboys see someone in a cowboy hat, you know, in boots who's never, like, worked really a day in their life. It's like, you're a poser. And that's hick living. That's hick living. Yeah. It's the same thing when you, you know, wear Vans shit, or, or no, 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 more like DC and Osiris. You would wear skate shoes back in the day, but you were the fat kid who couldn't kickflip, so everyone called you a poser. I was there, and then I learned how to skate. <laughs> I, I was that kid, and then I learned how to skate, dude. <laughs> so, like, there's posers out there, and what sucks, really, is when people start, like, profiting off of it. Like, Hassan, who, again, like you said, the most egregious part is that, like, this guy specifically, like, hates Republicans, he, hates working class, F- hates... Anything about Hicks, Red The main Hicks, point, though, is them. that every photo of his for that merch drop, he has a gun in it. And he advocates for fucking bourgeoisie gun control, which is the normal kind of like, oh, we need to ban 30-round magazines and assault rifles are evil, even though you can't really define an assault rifle. He advocates for bourgeoisie gun control on the regular and pretends like... He's all about it. Every photo, he had a fucking rifle in his fucking hands or an AK or something. Yeah, it's a, it's it's clownish behavior. Pinche payaso. But that's the thing is that he's making so... Hassan is a, is a success goblin in the sense that he's making so much money, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, those, no. those hoodies are $88 before shipping, dog. That's before shipping. And what's the most? And he stole a real tree pattern and yeah. slapped John Brown on it in orange. And what's most Fuck retarded off. is that he's actually going to sell some. I already That's saw. The I already that part. merch dropped two days ago, and I've already seen a girl post herself in the entire real tree outfit. And it's one thing if like a death metal band does it because that's a bunch of fucking bricklayers and dudes <laughs> they're usually who, like, rednecks who are usually <laughs> rednecks usually that rednecks. are playing chug riffs that are like <laughs> yeah. drinking natural light <laughs> and playing blast beats and that's the why fucking you go boys see them. yeah the fucking boys and so that's allowed band merch drops allowed Hassan I'll, Piker hey, real tree not allowed with metal bands the market is very flat. You have to diversify and kind of make something interesting to sell merch. That's usually how it works with metal bands, right? Yeah, but then everybody's that also, got like the same T-shirts, you know. Then, it's the, but then here's the thing too: with style, is that then that becomes played out. Like even now, real tree is played out for bands. Of course, of course. Like even now, it's like if you didn't do it in the past four or five years, you missed out. Real tree's pr- played out for rednecks. 
Not me, dog. <laughs> I'm joking. Not Wouldn't me, dog. Wouldn't it be dog. funny, though, if you showed up and somebody's like, you're, oh, you're wearing Realtree, huh? Well, this is the thing. You show up my real club tree, and they mock the thing, you. Here's motherfuckers. <laughs> my Realtree has drywall dust in it. My Realtree has fucking concrete stains on it. My no, fucking no, shit I'm not wearing right no now. No stolen Look, valor here. I got work boots and going out boots. These are my fucking going out boots, <laughs> What did you knock over? <laughs> I knocked over a golf ball. I don't oh, thank give a God. fuck. Thank God. <laughs> no, I'm holding the beer. It's okay. It's <laughs> <was> like, Wait. <laughs> Look, I got going out Man, boots damn. and working boots. These are the going out boots. So nobody fucking judge me on my goddamn right. crisp ass Sherwin Williams. Look at this. This is the hick lib steez you want. There goes the vape. I don't give a fuck. Look, dude, that's wait the until, steez. Wait until you want the crispy white Sherwin Williams Hassan, with the back Hassan print? logo. Fuck you. Twenty twenty four Hassan merch, and it's a picture of Bernie's head, and it says Bernie Sanders, but it's the Sherwin Williams logo print. He did that. No, but I'm saying, wait for it. Honestly, I mean, that's a million. That. Actually, that's a million dollar idea. If you any of you steal that, I'll find you. That just means Brohemian Grove needs to do it first. I will find you, <laughs> yo, Brohemian Grove. You need to definitely you do can make, like that. A honestly, Williams logo. I find that funnier as a subversive of the idea of like making merch that those people would buy and fleecing them off of that kind of merch. Like that's funnier to me. Who needs an Adrenochrome shirt when you can make fake? Lib merch and sell it to him. What's Hassan doing? You could sell it right back to him. What's, it would I'm be, trying honestly, to think of something as clever as Hick Lib for the other side. Well, I think it would be <laughs> it would be Lib Goislaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, dude, a quick interjection. Uh-huh. I have been a bad boy. What? It, I've been a bad what'd boy. What'd you do? I've just been on like a Goislaw kick, bro. Like I've been. I've just been like hitting drive-throughs. I've been just hitting drive-throughs like a motherfucker. Cause I work between okay within like a half mile radius. I could get any fast food I want. Yeah, that's, you name that's it. Dangerous. It's there. That's that's pure danger right there. So I went. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> and actually, if you're an OG listener and you listen to the shit the couch episode, what, oh. I'm, a, <laughs> what I'm about to say, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have a callback. <laughs> Okay, well, if you remember what I ate, it was a cheesesteak cheeseburger. Hardee's oh, no. released a cheesesteak cheeseburger. So I didn't shit. You got that seed oil shit special, dude. I did. I didn't I didn't poop my pants or okay. the couch or nothing. I didn't I didn't crap on bay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. No crap. Well, we're here still. Like, yeah, we're no, here. <laughs> but I I need to tell on myself. This is a confession. This is like this is like some Catholic my confession shit. Um I went I had a Hardee's cheesesteak thick burger three days in a row all right tell me what goes into that so the first day w- what goes into the what goes into what the is burger? a hardy's cheesesteak thick burger okay well a thick burger if you know it's, it's a got third like a steak pound. on top or something it's a it's a charbroiled third pound patty so it's bigger than a mcdonald's quarter bigger than pound. a half pound fuck you much McDonald's. bigger than a half pound i'm a mcdonald's disrespecter um it's got that mayo uh Fucking peppers, onions, mm-hmm. cheese sauce, and steakums. I knew there were steakums on top. How did I know yeah. there were steakums on top? It was actually like a bit thicker than steakums. I don't think it was steakums. It might, it, it, yeah, it might have but been one of those. Little, here's the thing: I'm not gonna dissect. I'm not gonna dissect a Hardee's burger. If you start doing that, you start. You start realizing my process. Yeah. Though I felt like I seriously was taken over by a demon. 
Like I was taken over by a Goislop demon. You're like, I would love this. <laughs> so the first day, though, so I saw they hit me with the ad. Like I saw it because I have to drive like past it all ad? the time. Yeah, you, well, physical I, ad you drove past. I drove pop. I drove by it all the Billboards time. Billboards still work. Yeah. <laughs> they still work. So then I'm like, okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go try this shit. Now, here's where they got me is the first day I got it. I got double patties. Okay. So I got two thirds oh, of a pound. <laughs> wait, hang on. I didn't react to that steak. <laughs> Yeah, no. The, let the gravity of that set in. That's an absurd amount of meat. You got two thirds of a pound of meat. Plus, Plus the steak. steak. Yeah, no, they, they <laughs> fucked me up. And so I, I, I munched. I destroyed it. How like, did you I'm finish work lie. that day? I barely, dude. It was nap time. You're like, oh. it was nap time, dude. It was it was rough. I'm not gonna lie. I think I was still working off a hangover or something. Usually by lunchtime, like if I didn't eat breakfast, I'm still feeling that hangover belly. Sure, sure. But uh, <clears throat> I've been trying to be better about that too. But so the second day, I swear they put like MSG or something in it. Because the second day, I was like, what do I want to eat? And then I was like, well, the Hardee's is right around the corner. <laughs> I could like go I for just, another thick burger. Please. I could go for it. And here's what I said this time is I was like, oh, well, you know what? The the meal was expensive, but I'll just get the burger this time. And I got water here. Beautiful. You know, I'll yeah. just, I paired it down. The second day, I paired it down. I'm just I getting like, it into you. You're, like an, a burger, you're like a heroin and addict putting his sauce into it. And here's the crazy part. No, this isn't even the I gotta most cut heroin it a little. addict part I got to cut it a little today. I, I got to tell you about the heroin addict part. So day two, I get it. And that's when mm. I realize it only has one patty. I thought the guy fucked Did up. Did you pay for two patties? No, but here's the thing. Uh. I thought the guy fucked But it was the first day the guy added one. Oh. It was never supposed to have two. He was like. He knew he knew you were gonna come back tomorrow if you threw two on there, dude. He, he knew. Must have known. He, he was. He hit you. That with was the, the her- hard sell. He hit you with the heroin dealer approach, dude. He did. He gave you a little bit extra. He gave you like, here, hey, he'll be back tomorrow. Don't you worry. So, so like- I come back. I get back to the workshop, and I and and I'm fucking sitting there munching, and I'm kind of sad about it. But then I'm like. What if today he fucked up? <laughs> what what if t- what oh, if it man. actually does have two patties and it's worth the eight dollars and I should go back? So the third day, and honestly, I was kind of convinced. I was like, dude, I'm tripping. It's definitely it's definitely only one patty. I shouldn't go. It's a waste of money. It's unhealthy as fuck. It's the third day in a row. There's no way I can bring myself That's- to do this. And I fucking went. And it was only one patty again. I was right. I looked at the picture. It was yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah. But no, the, the I, I'm, I'm so ashamed of myself. Yeah. I'm. I. This was a true confessional. Like I. I'm ashamed that I did it. Yeah. Three days in a row, a Hardee's. And here's the thing. Here's the worst part. No, dude. This is here's the icing on the cake. You oh, want to know that the topper to the whole story is I went back today, and they discontinued it. You got it on the last run. No, no more. Oh my god! So I, I got, what I got are you it. Do? I got, I pigged out three days in a row on like, yeah, dude, that, I had no that didn't actually happen. It, was that a was that you just had a that's some was kind of fever dream you had or something? something? That's a fever dream you had. Dude. Am I in a DMT If I look trip? up on the Hardy's website and they never had a the fucking steak and cheeseburger, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad though if like when I die I wake up and I was in like some losers DMT trip. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, I'm going to be like, mad. Like an extra in it. Yeah. You weren't even like the main, you weren't even a machine elf. You were just some fucking thing that existed on the outer parameters of it. Like, we're probably in one of Joe Rogan's DMT trips. Yeah. I mean, statistically, if you think about it, how many people have done DMT? It means we're all inside the comedy mothership right now, baby. <laughs> Speaking of mothership. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Okay, so I also have this this article here yeah. about uh, the Pentagon is saying. Oh, did you find something? Oh, you got a thing. Pentagon official. Oh, yeah. They've been talking about that recently. They suggest alien mothership. How do they know? It's in our solar system and sends many probes to Earth. Oh, so is that what the balloons were? Maybe not the balloons. I was just thinking the balloons had maybe like all the tic tacs. Maybe all the David Fravor tic tacs. All those stories. I've been seeing a lot of orb videos lately. Look, here's some official military. Like, why are they slow dripping all this alien it, shit right it's now? It's like, yeah, that that does bother me on some level. Like, part of me wants to laugh it off, but the other half of me is like, uh, maybe they're like slow, slow dripping, like letting us know, like, hey guys. Something's about to happen and there ain't much we can do about it. Well, it's also like with the age of the internet, you can only keep so much under wraps. And yeah. at some point, you have to save face. Like get out ahead of the story. You have to just kind of save a little face. I mean, it's and... just weird to have them do that. Do, you don't. Do you have one of those? I of course could, you do can you have, have one. Do you have one of those I could have? Do you mind? Thank you so much. Thank My brother you, in you. Christ, thank please you, share a Bud Light of with course. me in communion. Nice, crispy, tasty Bud Light. Uh, let's, let's, let's give it a little clink before we drink Dude, here. For the communion. Thank uh. you, sir. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's a big yeehaw. Refreshing. Um, Fuck. But it, yeah, like, it seems weird to me. I feel like there's like, there's odd, very odd slow drip going on. It, it's like, and it's just, it's just slow enough to not like, cons- almost concern you. You just like, you if you see an article in the New York Post just casually talking about aliens and the Pentagon confirms it. Nobody yeah, like right? freaks out about that. Like it's funny that we're like, and, like we're in the post freakout area of aliens, like where yeah. nobody gives a shit. Like, in thirty like, years whatever. ago, whatever. <laughs> it was the brunt of every joke. Like every yeah. abductee, every to alien the spaz. The, the, George, the, the governor of Arizona brought the fake alien out on screen after the Arizona right. the Phoenix Lights incident. Yes, and then he apologized years later for it. Was like, yeah, my bad. That was like in good taste, but like, yeah, there was something happened that night. <laughs> You know, it's we like, just oh, we yeah, were just like told just, to discredit it. That's you're in all. total damage control. They now. were like told to discredit. It. Had of course to they been, were. You know, and, and now we're past that point, and they're like, I, I, that almost makes you be like, all right, maybe there's a little something more to that, the alien thing, because just because of the way they're slow dripping it all now, like they're not outright saying it doesn't exist anymore. It used they, the narrative used to be like aliens are bullshit, like despite Roswell, you know, it was like aliens are bullshit. That used to be the narrative, right? And now we're in the we're past that era to where like they openly admit it. Like there's things we cannot explain. There are things that happen that we do not understand. Well, then that, if anything, that just lends more credence to our theories of ancient civilizations and all these ancient texts kind of dealing with these stories and entities and things we can't explain. And it's like, so you lied to us for all this time, told us science was the way this, that all this stuff. No, you must live a secular life beyond anomaly and now the government themselves are coming out and saying like yeah there's a lot of shit we don't know hey guys listen we were capping real fucking hard yeah (laughs) and uh we just want to do a little we just want to let you know we're on your side like we're we don't know what this shit is either and so this reddit post though i think it's odd that you brought me you brought this reddit post Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which coincided with me hearing about this mothership thing which 
this image of the sun shows a mothership like object like extracting like either like it's a, a solar scary, flare it's a spooky black orb it's a spooky black directly shape. drawing plasma out of the sun essentially is what it looks like it's doing i mean it's like a direct it's, fucking... it's siphoning energy out of the sun and these are this these, are, these images are from the sun facing telescope that we all see when there's like solar flares and shit these are real photos Oh yeah, like these are. This is real stuff that is happening. Someone caught this on stream. These things happened, and like, you can you can look around it and see how all the flares and beams and everything coming off of it. They have soft edges, and they slowly <laughs> fade into nothing. And they're lit up, like they're very light, you know. And then there's this thing that is a dark there. black sucking jut into the sun that is sucking energy. It's it very looks clearly like harvesting. It's like a. It's like a. <laughs> It's I mean, like it's slurping through it can a only straw. Be but certain, it can only be but certain things. If we we got to post this on the IG. We got to post true, this on the... True, true. And, and these things, these thi like it can only be like certain things, you yeah, know? We got to be better about posting <laughs> shit we talk about. Yeah, but... I just post nonsense. <laughs> I like doing that, though. It's I'll very try fun. to be the archiver. Yo, I'll that's, try to... That one with the schizo posting FBI guy, that thing did numbers. Kind of ridiculous. It's kind of wild. But uh, yeah, so fucking... There's this thing sucking energy out of the sun, and and I've see, been seeing these videos dancing around for years because 11 years ago it, ha it first happened. And a so bunch, yeah, of it says almost exactly to the day 11 years ago the same thing happened. Around the eyes of March, interesting. Oh, and we're recording on the, the eyes, eyes of, of March. March. Yeah, beware, Caesar. <laughs> but, uh, Et tu brute. But. Yeah, I, f I find the photos very compelling, though, and it's not evidence that's been, like, easily dismissed. Like, no one can really prove that it's doctored. Like, there's actual people who, like, this footage was ripped directly from one of NASA's feeds. Yeah. These pictures were ripped directly from one of NASA's feeds. Everyone saw it. Like, it, it's, it's a, right there. There's something happening to the sun. It's doing something to the sun. Yeah. So, I, I find it, there's actually, I think there's a YouTube video of it in action. Yeah, yeah, so here is a YouTube video of a guy actually kind of like explaining it a little bit and talking about what's going on. Yeah, do I need to move this so it doesn't... Yeah, I'll just move it. It's uh, Sunday, March 11th, about 11.10 Mountain Time, uh, 2012. What I'm looking at is a uh, Jay Helio viewer using the SDO AIA-171 like uh, filter on the SDO right spacecraft. There. Like it, uh, my it, friend Sons Flare posted a video a couple hours ago about this like, observation. Uh, he made and also, what do you right down here on the southeastern limb of the sun. Like the sun. Got a uh, humongous plasma vortex extending from the sun out into the corona. And in the corona, there appears to be a round sphere. Possibly two. If you look back here in the back behind this one, this loop is from yesterday and then up to today. See one start to form back here yeah, so as like multiple things the Earth passes between the satellite and the Sun. I guess that's the Earth. I've never seen it uh, do acrobatics quite like that. I'm not saying the Earth did acrobatics, but see how it was horizontal and vertical. But nevertheless, it's been told to me that that's the Earth. So it is what it is. But what are we looking at here? This well, round sphere. Believe it. Right. <laughs> There goes a magnetic filament, and then it's just right there. It's totally obvious. I'm gonna put the magnifier on it, so please bear with me. The screen's gonna go white. The other one to like the top edge of it. And there it is. But yeah, I mean, look at that fucking thing, man. 
Like that's craft. You can see it right down here. I'm gonna put the magnifier on it one more time. You can see it down there too. And this is through a different filter. Yeah, I mean that's a clear like that's a very thing. Yeah, that's like that's not just he didn't just like make this footage, you know. Like no, that what we're looking at uh, definitely seems too crazy to be natural. Yeah, you know, um, and I think that's kind of like you said, the Pentagon and all these agencies are trying to get ahead of the game. And that's kind of why they're doing the soft disclosure now. A lot of people are saying blue beam. A lot of people are saying whatever. We're in the end times. It's like, honestly, we've probably just lived with these things forever. Dwight D. Eisenhower, we saw the video yeah, and we just from her from his granddaughter yeah. that like he made like a fucking treaty with them, you know, and all the fucking theories about, you know, alien interaction picking up after Roswell yeah. um, and the, the nuclear testings and shit like that. Starseed conspiracies. I mean, the movie Prometheus. We're talking about predictive programming, ancient texts, collective consciousness. Like, we're talking about every fucking conspiracy right here. And yeah, that's yeah. what's crazy. And it, that's it what... It kind of goes back to that. Yeah. It goes it goes that fucking deep because when you, when you try to just isolate an incident, that's the thing. That's what the media will do. That's what these articles do. That's what... The, that's what the soft disclosure the is. The goggles, the blinders, you know, the very tight, the tight focused view. Right. That's what the soft disclosure is. That's yeah. why it's soft. You have a very tight lens on things. Um, I don't know, man. I think uh, these things have probably always been here. We call them interdimensional. We call them whatever. It's just this giant fucking web. It's, it's this web of conspiracies that all point to the idea that we're being lied to. That's really, I think, like the crux of all this stuff is that like on some level, you're being given a limited hangout. Like there's yeah, no way... Life is a fucking limited hangout. Like everything, like this entire matrix and charade, like everything operates on limited hangouts. For sure. If, if they're even going to hang you out at all. <laughs> a lot of it is just outright Yeah, deception. you're lucky to get that much, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's crazy though. I think I think this is one of those conspiracies that really runs that deep, you know? It really it, you know, and it's uh it's a classic conspiracy, aliens, just the topic of yeah, aliens. Yeah, just the idea of aliens, yeah. You know, it's But they've it's, they've almost come to mean so so much different now, you know. It's, right. it's it's really morphed from like dumb little green men things. Yeah, and that was kind of the stigma that I think the CIA and a lot of people wanted to attach to it because right around the Roswell time was also Kennedy assassination and that that whole proliferation Kennedy. of uh you know just condemning conspiracy theories. That's really when the CIA kicked off that campaign to be like, okay, we're just going to call yeah, anything we dif disagree with a theory. Yeah, yeah, discredit, uh, disown. I can't think of a third D, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They're, Discredit, they're, disown, dick down. Dick down, yes. That's very it. much so. Very much so. <laughs> Getting back to the old 4chan barracks. <laughs> but uh, I think I had, uh, if you want to go on there and look at the YouTube videos, I want you to see this. I think it's the coat. Well, go, go to the Cobra one because I want you to you see this. You want to some Cobra? Yeah, let's just bring it up with a little Cobra All right, real quick. So real quick. I will say I know virtually nothing about this man. What's it, King Cobra? King Cobra JFS, dude. That's the, what's up. <laughs> the only thing that I've 
I've seen are obviously like memes and clips, and I know you keep up with them a lot. Yeah, I watch everything he puts out. Well, if if again, if you listen to lifting, you would know that this man is an insane internet. Just like I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an internet lover. I think you're an enjoyer. I think you are someone that some people find bands and subcultures. I think some people find like woodworking. Some people get into yeah. blacksmithing and knife making. Yeah, you know, you got into Chris Chan and fucking weirdos, King Cobra, cool, cool weirdos on the internet who are. I, I like freaks are fascinating, man. Like they're fascinating people. Like. I think you can learn a lot about just like normal human behavior just watching these people. It's like wait, you can learn a lot about normal people watching freaks. Yes, how so? Yeah, or I guess if you mean a, I like guess aberrant human behavior. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think they appeal more but to I like also our lesser baser. Like maybe they're more missing link. They're like than normal they to me. They're like normal to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. Like, like, they're your friends. Yeah, like they're normal to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, this this is one of his most recent streams. And uh, he talks about a YouTuber you are very fond of. And I thought it was very funny that he brought Who, it up. Me? Yes, you. Me? Oh, you'll I can't it. wait to watch this. Yeah, you'll love it. Oh, God. You're going to dig it the most, man. Up YouTube. It's I think it's only a couple minutes villains. in. I don't think we'll have to watch too far. I want to be eating some of that burrito for breakfast. Right now, I'm not feeling particularly hungry at the moment. But I'm sure it will be just delicious. I've got another habit of making deep fried burritos, baking them in the oven, and they turn out pretty delicious. The last one turned out pretty tasty, so I'm pretty sure this one will mostly burnt the tortillas. And He's like talking about crunched, chimichangas. Crunched Let the burrito. Cool off. <laughs> of course, if I get hungry enough, I might have a bite of it on camera. He's yeah. telling us everything he does. Also, hold on real quick. This guy is like so fucking autistic. It hurts. Like it. He actually is. It's yeah, painful. Josh actually he has Aspergers, I believe. Josh has Aspergers. Apparently, Aspergers is not a thing anymore because Doctor Asperger was a Nazi. So when did that happen? A while ago. If you have Aspergers, you're just autistic now. You're just an autistic Nazi. This guy's just autistic. He's autistic. Yeah. Interesting. This oh, he's is for 21Up. This is Jose Cuervo Gold. Not a sponsor. Yeah, I want to mix it with... Oh, they didn't say they weren't a sponsor. Oh. Maybe they are a sponsor. Soda. <laughs> Not sure how it's going to taste. He's mixing cream we about to find and, uh, Jose Cuervo together, by the way. That's a that's a sick drink, twisted drink combo right there. Sitting here sick watching more official, combo. the truth about supernatural you hear that? Did you hear oh, it? Oh, oh boy. Did you hear that? On, you heard it though, right? You heard it though, right? I heard it. He's watching your boy, dude. He's watching Morgue Official. Oh my god, I want to hear what he has to say. Hold on. Bro, I need <laughs> I need this in my life. Yeah, this is this is the crossover you've been waiting for. This is um <laughs> Yeah, Morg Official <laughs> is the ontological mathematics guy yeah. that I, one night, literally the way I found him, I was, this is back when I had a Facebook, I was living with Bay at her apartment, <coughs> and I couldn't sleep. Every now and again, I just have like one night. Of like pure insomnia. Just can't sleep. I, me too, I get that yeah. occasionally. Just yeah. one night, every couple weeks. Um, so this one night, I'm like laying on the couch. Just watching, scrolling mindlessly on YouTube and Instagram back when you could do that shit. And I was on Facebook scrolling in morgue, like a morgue fucking Facebook video played. 
And I was like, I understand everything now at three in the morning. That's literally how this whole ontological mathematics kick started. Was an insomnia <laughs> episode. That I'm rule. not even kidding. That's awesome. That actually rules. That That's actually such a tell. Rules. That's I, very funny. Yes, it's, it's such a tell, funny. but it was an insomnia episode where I was like, I understand the universe now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, I love it. <laughs> That that makes me so happy that this guy he King probably Cobra. did the King same. King Cobra has found Morg official. He did the same. He was doing the same. He had a three a.m. He's in the heat of delirium tremens from drinking too much, and he's like, "Wow, this really makes sense." <laughs> like, yeah, I want to mix it. We get all fucked up on A and W cream soda, tequila, and watch Morg official. I need to. I need to hear what he says. Hold on. But we about to find out. Sitting here watching Morg official, the truth about supernatural abilities and the consciousness. I find videos like this to be very interesting. I'll be watching that off camera. Because I want to talk about that. I support Mr. Morg official. He's a cool dude. He does like Chris Angel type stunts, man. Check him out. No, he doesn't. Where he sticks like a drill bit through his goddamn nose. Yeah, he said he shoved a drill bit through his nose. Okay, well, maybe. And he also gets okay. into he's got like some uh, other yeah, political Yeah, so you can just do that. That's not Chris too, Angel you know, type like stuff. Chris Angel separated a lady in half once. <laughs> okay. Morg Official is a weird ass fucking person. Yeah. And I identify he looks them like as a, a person. He looks like one of the elves from like Rivendell. But like black mana, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like evil elf. Like he looks like an evil elf for sure. He definitely is, but he's androgynous. So I mean, I think you can call him a he, but in I mean, just the right way, he's very androgynous. Here's the thing, though. I have a couple of his books. Um, he has books. Yeah, and I got really high and ordered them one night when I had some <laughs> money. Dude, that fucking rules. <laughs> Dude, and I gave I wish one... you had one down here. No, dude, you want to know where it's at? I gave it to... Excuse me. I gave it to Bay's stepdad. And, oh, you, you morgue-pilled him, dude? I morgue-pilled her stepdad. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's got, like, long blonde hair now and nails. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny is that, like, I will say, like, I actually fuck with it. And I really want to have my boy Mushroom Man on soon because he has some really dope philosophical, like consciousness theories and he's the one that really pushed back on uh you know just my whole aunt math you know surety a challenger my approached. certainty yeah you guys had like a mental battle right no but it was good like i needed it you know well, what i'm right, saying right, so right, i want right. to have him on interesting soon. but the morgue stuff like it makes a lot of sense like if you take it for what it is it makes a lot of sense but it was funny because like Bay's stepdad <laughs> like called one day and was like Hey, I've reread this section of the book like three times. Does Homie understand any of this? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I think so. I think that's why he <laughs> gave it to you. He's like, I think that's why he wanted you to read it. And I was like, Damn, that's so cool. <laughs> I just gave it to him. And he's just like, What the fuck is this he's nonsense? Like, uh, like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, he's just like, This is fucking gay. Like, I don't need the this. impenetrable blue collar mind, baby. Yeah, the impenetrable blue collar uh, no. mind. No, you know it's funny though. I don't want to tell on him, but <laughs> he's his family comes from money, and interesting, and. uh it's funny, he, he at at Thanksgiving, he sat everybody down, he told everybody, he's like, I was talking to some relatives, 
And this is news to me. I had no idea. But apparently, in the 1700s, my family were slave owners. And everyone at the table was like, not shocked at all. Oh. Like everyone was just like, oh, that that's not surprising in the slightest. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very but interesting. It was that is what it is. I love the guy. He's great. Dude, he's the one he grew three fucking pounds of that Durban poison. The real shit, dude. Yeah, no. He's I'm a, actually he's still I'm moment. actually legit still smoking on the stuff you gave me. It's so good. The same batch. That's mountain air grown, bro. It's delicious. That is friggin' Mountain I haven't had a weed panic attack in a while. Because you've been on that sativa. No, because no, sativas would usually fucking bug me out. I like I literally haven't had like a thing lately where I've smoked weed and been like, oh god, I'm gonna fucking die. Like I haven't well, had that in so long. Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's weird. I think it goes in phases. Because I feel like now that I've mentioned it, it's gonna happen sometime soon. You know, it's gonna come back. No. I think that's all. Uh, that's a mental thing. It might come back though. Either bachelor weekend or see at the wedding. I want to have um, a sativa joint for anyone that wants one for an appetizer, and an indica joint for anyone that wants. Put a little one hollandaise right on top of that bad boy. You smoking? <laughs> yeah. Creme brulee weed joint. So anyone that wants one, we're gonna have a, you know open bar, but we're also gonna have some you know some choice some selection. Kind of Hell yeah, dude. We're going to have some shmee. That's going to be a funny weekend. I can't wait. I really can't wait. And I want to vlog it, but unfortunately, y'all aren't going to get to see that. Yeah, I so. say, let's not vlog the most intimate moment of your life. Let's not do no, that. No, not the wedding, but the bachelor weekend. Oh, yeah, no, no. I can't no. wait, dude. No, okay. no, no, no. So I'm on the That's fence. That's a boys weekend. I'm thinking about, though, I'm thinking about we should just truck camp just to make it like fun and we can have the griddle sure, and we can sure. like bring the cooler and like yeah. really chill so we should truck camp like two nights and then we'll like do a night in either like nashville or do a night in like charleston Body. Or Asheville, and just chill yeah so that'll be fun whenever that happens <coughs> sorry y'all won't get to see that for just a dollar yeah no you don't pay enough we'll to make see a special tier <laughs> oh, but um yeah, yeah, the wedding donation tier. Yeah. You know, we should make a we should make a Patreon tier for a hundred dollars. If anybody wants to donate a hundred dollars to the Bachelor Boys Weekend, <laughs> we might Snapchat you once or something. I don't know, <laughs> bro. I've never used Snapchat in my no, life. No, I have not. I haven't used it. I would in never do that. I would never. I would, years, I would years, never years. Snapchat any one of you. Just making sure that's known. But you're just making sure you stay incel as fuck. Yes, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> I've never even seen a woman. Uh, let's see. What, what else we got on the docket here? Uh, oh, yeah. This was this is an article I came across because uh, I clicked on a... There was a thing on poll <laughs> where I was just browsing today trying to do a little show research. You know what I'm saying? You live there. Don't lie. I don't live there. You Not live anymore. There. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. But... There was a thread, and it was like Hassan in a weight vest, and it said Hassan is live. <laughs> and, and I saw this thing where the guy commented on it. He's like, I commented Google deep. It was like deep signal something or other. And it 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 brought when I Googled it, it brought me to this article. Nice. Like I Googled the thing he said that he got banned from Hassan's chat for saying to Google. And I found it from that. And it was like something about like deep signals something or other and it's it's like a 
deep sin was from like underground no 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 like the idea of like deep signal like buried intelligence almost like assets uh, okay it was like deep signals research or something or other and i typed that into google and it brought this article up and i thought this article was stunning because i've never seen it before it's a Newsweek exclusive. I feel like I was awake. I feel like I was. I would have paid enough attention in 2021 that I would have seen something like this and would have made a really like obtuse, sincere yeah. post about it. <laughs> like it'd be like, did you just why your garbage fucking bad? Like you know, <laughs> like I. This is a weird article. Like so, start start scrolling down a little bit. Yeah, but, but the headline is the headline is exclusive inside the military secret undercover army. And, and we've talked about stuff like this before where we talk about, like, the DHS hires people to be, like, citizen snitches. But I think this is something, like, a little more sinister than that. Right. So it says, the largest undercover force in the world has ever known is the one created by the Pentagon over the past decade. Some 60,000 people now belong to the secret army, many working under masked identities and in low profile, all part of a broad program called Signature Reduction. That was the thing that I typed in. It was Signature Reduction something or other. Damn. And... The force, more than 10 times the size of the clandestine elements of the CIA, carries out domestic and foreign assignments, both in military uniforms and under civilian cover, in real life and online, sometimes hiding in private businesses and consultancies, some of them household names and companies. Uh, So the unprecedented shift has been placed in an ever greater number of Soldiers, civilians, and contractors working under the false identities partly as a natural result in the growth of secret special forces, but also as an inter- international and no, excuse me, an intentional response to the challenge of traveling and operating in an increasingly transparent world. The explanation or the explosion of Pentagon cyber warfare, moreover, has led to thousands of spies who carry their off carry out their day to day work in various made up persona so it's talking about people running like sock puppet accounts no shit yeah that's like what this is talking about it's people online who are like operating essentially as government ops like working for them so this is the this is the troll farm the bot this is farm, what you the, accuse the russians of this the is propaganda. the same kind of shit you accuse yeah. the russians of but we have like our own that is very much very active. and and we're both on the same page that this is 100 percent for propaganda dissemination. it has nothing yeah it has nothing to do with national security so the very uh, the very type of nefarious operations the united states decries when russian and chinese spies do the same yes my point i just made yeah you know so Newsweek's exclusive report on the secret world is the result of a two-year investigation involving the examination of over 600 resumes and 1,000 job postings, dozens of Freedom of Information Act requests, and scores of interviews with participants and defense decision makers. What emerges is a window into not just a little-known sector of the American military, but also a completely unregulated practice. No one knows the program's total size, and the explosion of signature reduction has never been examined for its impact or on military policies and cultures. Congress has never held a hearing on this subject, and yet the military developing this gigantic clandestine force challenges U.S. laws, the Geneva Conventions, and the Code of Military Conduct and Basic Accountability. I mean, honestly, that's great. Yeah. Like that's like I I started reading this today and was like, like I felt like my head was cracking in half because I was like, I've never seen this article before. How did they let this slip through the cracks? Every, well, everyone stopped taking Newsweek seriously once they stopped being a published magazine. I used to read Newsweek all the fucking time. Really? And it felt very even-handed. Yeah. Like, I read it during, like, the 20... Like, 2010s. 
like mid 2010s okay. read them a lot uh like they did really good syria coverage nice they did really good like libya coverage like they, they were like on the ball like they felt like they felt like a less um less gay vice you know like it, it felt credible like vice had that like weird street cred that kind of made you enjoy them but also because they were like off the cuff and kind of yeah you know rough around the edges and at newsweek kind of felt that way like they didn't feel super mainstream True. They were, but they didn't feel that way. It, 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 I think if you can, if you're gonna make yourself seem that way, more people will naturally be attracted to you. But like, it died once that happened, and they started like hiring like really dumb people to work there to write like stupid editorial pieces that don't really, that don't do anything other than to like serve the propaganda state on some level. Yeah, you know. But this article is fascinating. Like it, the idea of this. Like we've talked about like before. Like. DHS trained spies like after 9-11 they started like a domestic ratting program yeah and honestly it sucks that every new person I meet I like I have that you have the moment where I'm like are you a fed the CIA is behind every blade of grass in this country <laughs> no it sucks though because like even at the dog park like I go hang out at the dog like, why park. the fuck are you talking to me yeah. Well, that, that's the fun part about being in a public place. Like, or like when I see like an Asian chick like taking a video and then she pans around. I'm like, why are you videoing me? Like, what's going on? Like, for China. They need your they need your melanated genes to produce Yakubian apes. <laughs> they're going to string me up and siphon my blood essence. They're going to hook you up to one of those masturbation machines. Jordan Peterson retweeted. I was about to say, am I going to be in the Chinese organ farm that, you're gonna be in the Chinese, that Peterson You're going to be in the Chinese orgasm farm Woo, baby but yeah i think this article really just solidified or solidifies exactly what people have been warning about talking about dead net theory you this goes back to the the repeal of the smith munt act the fact that they For can sure. even get away with this creating like a domestic propaganda army well and that's why there's that no, citizens that's why there's no rules on it is because it's never been done because it was never allowed. And so basically right now we're living Forging in the new territory. <laughs> we're living in the wild west yeah. of since they repealed the Smith Munt Act, they're just allowed to propagandize the fuck out of us. Mm -hmm. And so we've been when was that like 2011? 2010, 2011, somewhere around they there. It's Obama's term, Obama's second term. So it's been about 12 years, 13 years we've been in this fucking like hamster and, wheel and everyone like i don't care who you are if you spend enough time online you can notice it like it's very noticeable you can feel the way like stories are presented now like when things even get, back to lugia even like the idea of taking like yeah a Lu yeah lugia uh if you take the idea of like when you could you just, people just post like journalists posting l's and just take screenshots of articles they're like blatant state propaganda pieces yeah like and you can't really write them as anything else like you can't see why a normal person who's in the position of a journalist who has access and is supposed to be questioning authority in some way or the other would write something in good conscience like that. Well, it's, it, you're exactly right. Like, it's because things don't operate the way they should. No. It's, you know, journalists should be unbiased, but they're not. They're Politicians not. should represent their people, but they don't. They don't. And, and all these things that we get caught up in trying to be like, they should, they should, they should. It's like, just just like you said, grapple with the fact that it doesn't make sense. It's going to happen. It is what it is. And like, right. honestly, what, what kind of power do you have as an individual in this situation other than to like check out of it? 
or be obnoxious and subversive. Yeah, that's <laughs> you <know? it. laughs> well, That's your next option, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I, I just found that article like stunning. Like when I pulled it up, because I just I I some idiot on 4chan posted this in a thread, and I googled it, and I was like, oh shit! Like, how did I never hear about this? Interesting that it, like it was just like a non kind of like nothing burger article that was posted on newsweek that nobody yeah. like maybe a couple thousand people read does this go back to consenting to evil i think so just like, like everything they have to slow drip it they have to tell us it's like oh we released an article you you guys just didn't read it you guys weren't aware <laughs> you guys weren't aware that weren't we were aware. siphoning your fucking life force just like this the black object was <laughs> siphoning the sun yeah pretty much <laughs> Uh, what else I got left up there? What is there? Where are we at? Are we, are we, dude? You know what? We're chilling. Let's give the homies a fucking longer episode this all right, week. All right. I noticed after uh, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about fucking couches in the, the yeah, yeah. the <laughs> listeners drop down. So here's a little treat. They thought we were degenerates, <laughs> dude. But that's what I said. We're I kind of are. The, the spirit of, of Satan had taken over my body. That's when I was like a, a corrupted soul. <laughs> I was a Necron. <laughs> uh, I do have a video of uh, Matt which, Taibbi. Which we can get to Matt Taibbi, though. We, I just mentioned Necrons. Real quick, Magic the Gathering. Also, Tartaria fucking predictive programming with new Phyrexia. You think so? I forgot to mention it last time. Real quick, all I'm going to say is that original Phyrexia goes back to, again, original magic back in like 93, 94. Way back when, yeah. And they destroyed Yawgmoth and the plane of Phyrexia. But in Mirrodin, the plane of new Phyrexia started when some glistening oil got on something. It got on is Karn. Is that the weird oil that makes them Phyrexian? Yeah, so Karn got some like glistening oil on them or something and brought it to Mirrodin and turned it into new Phyrexia. And so the glistening oil has all of the ancestral memories oh. of Phyrexia. Oh. So that's why now we see like Elish Norn and all the Praetors. We see Elish Norn, Sheldred, Jengataxis, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like the green and the other one. Um, I forgot the others' names, because they're honestly forgettable. Uh. But new Phyrexia, like Elish Norn and the new religion, the orthodoxy and the shit that she represents, <clears throat> it's all like uh, based on the ancestral memory and what like was left and transferred. Because Yogmoth's like essence was put into the glistening oil. It's mm. the same thing of like the essence of all these stories and Imprinted, the essence of all the yeah, shit yeah. gets put into the DNA and it gets put into the shit. And then if it just a drop touches somewhere else. Just one drop. Just one drop. That's all it is. Hold off. What, hey, we're done courting the Wignat crowd. We stopped doing that. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no Wignats. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got to say. Magic uh, the Gathering, predictive programming, any way you slice it. If we're going to finish this up, do you have one more beer I can have? This is there is a the last one, doggy? All right. Anyways, uh, go back to YouTube. That one. This is Matt Tybee. So you remember like the Twitter files coming out? 
Yes, about okay. Twitter and the FBI working together to censor shit going yeah. into the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's like certain people in our government that are very ass mad that those files came out. Uh, and you're gonna watch these people like try really hard to like force a journalist who, which they would never do that. Like they would never ask any other journalist who made like a story to expose their sources. But you're gonna watch them really press this person to expose their sources. I just think it's fascinating. It's a fascinating exercise. To watch them try, like, watch them try and, f they would never do this to a journalist who was, like, favorable to them. And I was about to say, Matt and Taibbi, Taibbi is a liberal. He's, like, a independent guy. He's a leftist journalist. True. He's, he's still, like, a he's a Democrat. He votes Democrat. He's a leftist. Like, at the end of the day. And so it's very interesting to watch them, like, really hassle him the way they're hassling him. Mr. Speaker, me, I get that last time. I apologize, Mr. Chairman. Um. Mr. Taibbi, um, I want to follow up a little bit on the ranking member's questions. Um, what was the first time that Mr. Musk approached you about writing uh, uh, the Twitter files? Again, Congresswoman, that would... Uh, I just need a date, sir. But I can't give it to you, unfortunately, because... This, this is a question of sourcing, and I don't give up. I'm it's a journalist. A, I don't reveal my source. It's a question of chronology. No, that's a question because of sourcing. Because you earlier said that, that someone had sent you through the Internet some message about whether or not you would be interested in some information. Yes, and I refer to that person as a source. So you're not going to tell us when Musk first approached you? Again, Congresswoman, you're asking me to yes you're no. asking a journalist to reveal so a source. So then you consider Mr. Musk to be the direct source of all of this? No, now you're you're trying to get me to say that he is the source. I I, I, well, I just can't answer your question. Well, he is or he isn't. Source. If you're telling me you can't answer because it's your source, well then that the only logical conclusion is that he is in fact your source. Well, you're free to conclude that. Well, sir, I just don't understand. You can't have it both ways, but let's move on. Cause no, he can. He's a journalist. No, he can't, because either Musk is the source and he can't talk about it, or Musk is not the source. And if Musk is not the source, then he can discuss no his No one has yielded. The gentlelady's out of order. You don't and get to speak. she's out of order because he's interrupted. The gentlelady's not recognized. You're not recognizing my time. He has not said that. What he has said is he's not going to reveal his source. And the fact that Democrats are pressuring him to do so is such a not. We're asking him about his conversations with Musk. Not yielded you time. You don't get. Can I just say how nauseating all that is? Isn't that crazy? All you politics guys out there. Isn't that crazy to watch? That that I hate the whole process because so little this. gets done. Like so little gets this. done. It's it's like this stupid dance where nothing actually gets done. And of course that Jim Jordan guy has to step in. So then fucking turning point can post some Instagram get a clip, clip of yeah. like, it's like Jim Jordan owns no, Democrats. But, like, but he's also, but he's also right. Like he's right. He's right. But at the it just same comes time, off as stupid. This yeah, whole thing is like, it's no, it's gay. It's gay. It sucks. It's gay. It's gay. It's gay. But it's very funny to watch them do this to a journalist. Cause they would not, they wouldn't like, and it's really, I hate doing this. Like what about but like they had the Twitter execs in there and the Dems, it was like the team switched, you know, like it's stupid because like the team switched basically like when the Twitter execs were there, but now they have a journalist who exposed like what Twitter was doing. They're suddenly like trying to play hardball. You know, it's, it, it's just so fucking dumb. Time it's to a big anybody, fucking I want to reclaim my time. And I would ask the chairman to give me back some of the time because of the interruption. Mr. Chairman, I'm asking you 
if you will give me the seconds that I lost. We will give you that 10 seconds. Thank you. Now, let's talk about another uh, item that you, when you responded to the ranking member, you said that you had free license to look at everything, but yet you yourself posted on your, your um, I guess it's kind of like a web page, and don't quite understand what Substack is, but uh, that <laughs> what I can say is that fucking goddamn it's the most boomer. boomer shit ever. I don't know what Substack is. In exchange is. for the opportunity to cover a unique and explosive story. No, you know what that was? That was her way of on record discrediting his the, platform. Yeah, what he does, sure, yeah. That was her way of yeah. like that was a subtle dig. Substack of like, is a legit platform for a lot of journalists. And she just straight up was like, I don't even know ah, what that what is. Like, what the fuck is this your is bullshit? MSNBC or whatever. <laughs> Agree ass. to certain conditions. What were those conditions? She asked you that question and you said you had none, but you yourself posted that you had conditions. No, the, the conditions, as I've explained multiple times. No, uh, sir, you've not explained. You told her, her in response to her question that you had no conditions. In fact, you, you kind of used the word license, that you were free to look at all of them, all 100,000 emails. I was, the question was posed, was, was I free to, to write about... Sir, did you have any conditions? The condition was that we published Sir, did you Twitter. have any conditions, yes or no? A simple question. Yes. All right, could you tell us what conditions those were? The conditions were an attribution, sources at Twitter, and that we, we break any news on Twitter. But you didn't break it on Twitter. Did you send the file that you released today to Twitter first? Did I send the... Sir, actually, I'm I did, you today. yes. Yeah. You, you, did you send it to Twitter first? The Twitter That was one of the conditions? Yes or no, sir? The Twitter files thread actually did come out first. But, sir, you, you said earlier that you had to attribute all the sources to Twitter first. What you released today, did you send that to Twitter first? No, no, no. I, post, I posted it on Twitter. First. First, sir. Or did you give it to the ranking member, to the chairman of the committee or the staff of the committee first? Well, that's not breaking the story. That's giving, yes, I did, I did give. Uh, so you gave all the information that you did not give to the Democrats. You gave it to the Republicans first. Then you put it on Twitter? Actually, no, the chronology is a little bit confused. Well, then it's more then or tell less us the what the chronology time. was. I believe the thread came out first. Where? On Twitter. On Twitter. So then you afterwards gave it to the Republicans and not the Democrats? Yes, because I'm submitting it for the record as my, as my statement. Did you give it to them in advance? I gave it to them today. You gave it to them today, but you still have not given anything to the Democrats. Well, I'll, I'll, again, I'll move on. And I wanted to ask uh, Mr. Uh, dude, honestly, the rest uh, of the video, it's, it's just more of the same semantic bullshit. And that the same is semantic bullshit. The, it's fucking the capstone ridiculous. on everything, how that questioning went from God. who your sources were. Like, actually, there, there was a little bit of an attempt. She's like, to I'm get not gonna, to the bottom of it. She's like, I'm not going to get him to say the truth. I'm not, or I'm not going to get him to say what I want him to say to catch him in a gaffe. So I'm just going to discredit him. That's what we'll do now. So they discredit the platform he's on, and then they try to spin it and make it political in that, oh, well, 
you communicated with these people, but you didn't communicate with even, us. Even though the biggest concern is if the FBI is doing nefarious bullshit and working with a tech platform that's outside the government to censor people and do these, that's a you, problem. That's a, think, that's a, that should again, be a problem for everybody. And again, if the entire nature of the hearing is that the FBI colludes with the Democratic Party, why would I submit evidence to the Democratic Party? You gotta wonder. On you what give fucking a, plan? You're making us look bad, and you didn't give us the info to make. I mean, basically, <laughs> right? Shut up! Like you guys were clearly involved in this. Like, I mean, get the fuck out of here, man! It's it's fucking bonkers, dude. I, I don't even know what to like. Even what even do? What even to do about that? Yeah, and I mean, really, the whole thing. It it seems more dog and pony show, and it sucks that a guy like Matt Taibbi is caught up in that because to be honest with you i didn't even know what the guy looked like until uh, yeah yeah i've never seen matt I, i've never i've only watched i've read a lot of his articles and i've seen him on like jimmy Dore's show sometimes okay see yeah. and i've heard a lot about him i've heard yeah. his name thrown around and he's, i've, him and I've like, heard that he's kind of like a reputable non-biased like gonna shoot you straight he, he does his best to do that yes yeah he's still like a left lib but he does his best to like actually try and do like journalistic diligence in some way like i take reporting from him more seriously than i take it from any other journalist who works sure. for a big mainstream Sure. News group. Like, I, I have to. But they've been smeared as, like, Russian assets and whatever the fuck else. You damn it. Just for trying to be, like, honest reporters. Dude, doesn't it suck, though, that, like, I feel like Russian asset is going to be the new, like, racist. You know what I mean? It's an easy fucking term because to throw at anybody you fucking it. disagree with yep, on something. They did it to it's Trump. super easy to do. They can do it to anybody else. They can do it to journalists. As long as you have, like, the enemy, it's very easy to, like... It's very easy to accuse someone of being that and have them get ostracized or just cause trouble for them in general because you have like rabid people on the other side who are willing to like jump down their throats at a moment's notice just off of something as simple as that. Like as soon as I've called you that, it's fucking over for you because I've got my shills yeah. who will come after you. As soon your as you're ass. a Russophile, it's yeah. over. Yeah, my shills will come after you in a fucking heartbeat. And man. I'm pretty sure we had an episode called War is Gay, so I think that summarizes our feelings yeah, on the thing. Yeah, that's our feeling on it, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I don't think any more needs to be said on that. No, it's true. But I, I was really hoping, I know this is a longer episode, but mm -hmm. in the last little bit, could you please tell me what the fuck is going on with these banks? Yeah, so we've had the two largest bank failures since the 2008 crisis which i think all of us remember most of us lived through it yeah uh either experienced the effects of it and or was just like a you know observer to it you know and um very much so we've had these these events again and it's through like the same kind of shit like the big issue is that like covid banking regulations did a lot um during during the pandemic to make it to where banks like really don't have to keep a certain amount of money on hand which it was well, always it was really always a thing to, but they yeah. made it they made those restrictions even smaller really yeah even smaller like you almost have to have nothing like actually there to back it up i mean the fact that this bank had to immediately go running to find capital as soon as people came calling about their about so their, there was a run is that what actually happened yeah a run actually happened with svb that's why it got seized by the fdic like a bunch of people uh like got tipped off to the idea that they might be insolvent and and ran there. To and go. I heard, too, that it was basically this bank, like in the most simplified version 
was really upset that they put way too much money in an investment that they realized was only going to get them like a two percent return over like 10 years yeah they got locked into a 10-year agreement got pissed off about it and and basically they were super mad that all their money and capital was held up in this one agreement that they kind of bitched and moaned and then like you said people actually ran it so people came up and were like yo Give me my money. I don't yeah. like this. Yeah, because yeah. they were doing essentially doing like risky lending or risky like hedging and betting essentially, and uh, got <coughs> got locked into some stupid agreement that would not essentially would not have any returns for them. So so let's like this uh, this rep. It's a dim rep, I think, from Kentucky who put this out, and he said the last five days simplify. This is the easiest take on it. A group of wealthy speculators got upset that their money ended up locked into a ten year obligation at less than two years return two percent return. So they convinced the government it was everyone's best interest to help them out of their jam at the expense of everyone else. Yeah, so so basically so basically a bank made a fuck up and they were like all right, let's call our boys in the federal government. Let's get them to fix this for us so we don't lose out because I'm sure they could present the idea that like, oh, this could be bad for everybody because look at how many, look at how many fucking people and how many tech startups, which are the current like, you know, new, uh, the hottest new fucking car on the lot as far as like yeah. investment goes right now. You know? What I want to know is though, what's that bad investment? What they put their money in? That's I think that's a million dollar question. I don't know. That's what I would. Why is nobody asking that? Yeah, yeah. Everybody should understand, like, what, yeah, what it was. I know I saw, I saw something that people said that they gave like seventy four million to BLM, but a bunch of other companies did that shit. Well, yeah, and seventy four million out of out of their like these however people. many hundred billion. I think there was it's, a balance. It's their balance change. was like a hundred million. So it's making pro- a big deal out of that okay. is like pretty stupid. They're but okay. yeah, so I, I'm wondering what that risky thing they or whatever that was they shoehorned all their fucking money into because i I haven't seen anything that explained what it was yet personally but yeah so there's another incidence though like groups uh using these things to like so i i have these two articles here and i have one that's about peter Thiel's involvement and then i have another one that's uh talking about this tel aviv bank that literally did the same thing Thiel did of like signaling basically like pulling all their money out when they realized there was a problem and uh, doing it, but the way they wrote the Teal article is very like negative and shitty of him. But then you have this Israeli firm in Tel Aviv that helped their startups do the same thing that Teal did. But it's like seen as like a smart move. It's like, oh, look at this guy gaming the system. Yeah, yeah. like they're like, no, good thing we uh, pulled out before the rug pull happened. You know, damn. They're like, good thing we got out of there. Fuck that. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. I, it just the two articles, the difference between them is very funny. Like, I, I, dude, I can barely read that. That Yeah, you too. don't have to read it, yeah, but, but I know you read it earlier. So. Yeah, I read a little bit of it earlier, but it's just, it's funny to watch, like, them really sit there because Peter Thiel is considered, like, an enemy of, like, I guess the liberal elite bourgeoisie. He funds all the, like, right-wing bullshit that they fucking hate. He funds all their politicians. So, naturally, like, the examiner has to come out and be like, He's scrutinized in the role of the sparking the bank run, but it's like a bank run just happens. Like, yeah, and I mean, especially again, we tie it back to the internet, and people can talk, and like it's a subversive tool, and that, yeah, you know, like people who are at Silicon Valley Bank, yeah, they're probably in some inner circles. They probably know some shit. Like me and you can't just get an account at Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, bank. probably not. Yeah, it's not happening. Not right away, at least. And so, I don't know, I, I have to think, too, a lot of things happen, 
behind closed doors, there's a lot of insider bullshit that happens. Just look yeah. at Nancy Pelosi and her husband. Look at every other politician that has ever politicked. Yeah. Dick Cheney, all of them. They're mm-hmm. all the fucking same. And uh, I don't know. I feel like this Teal guy, from what I hear, I don't really actually know a lot about him. He's, but I feel like he's a very he's more of a background. Yeah, character. he's a background character. He's like all these other weird money people that are involved in politics. Yeah, like Soros. But the he's boogeyman. but he's even like less. Obs- he's he's. Less, do you think he's, he's more right, obscure than Solo? Soros. Do you think he's the right Soros? Though? Not even because he's not even like he's not even socially engineering on that level. He's just like. I feel like the stuff he funds is made to like keep people circling the wagons. True. You know? Like the He's stuff the that fall he, guy the for stuff the fall that he guy. funds to be made is like wagon circling. Sure. Uh, at the end of the day. Like like Red Scare and shit like that. Like Chapo. Like it's it's like it astroturfs this kind of like weird edgy left movement that like still wants to pretend they're like edgy and bad. Yeah. But like they're almost being pushed like they, they push politics yeah and they they push like uh, very centrist centrist almost like kind of circle the wagon politics i feel like, well, like we even, it's like all the people talk telling about people the like new vote religion. for bernie and blah 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 you know it's the new religion everybody talks yeah. about it between yeah. science and politics like they want that secular life they want their matrix of you being trapped into what are these people doing yeah, they're the new they're celebrities. Like hip. Yeah, they're like hip. They the, they yeah. figured out a way to make politicians. It's like celebrities. It's like they reverse engineered the hippie movement, but it's like just wearing like a different skin this time or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it stopped be it's it's yeah. It's just got like a different a different coat. But it but it's weird though. Like it, to me though, I feel like it's weird. Yeah, no, it is weird. I, I think as somebody who's like highly involved in like dumb online shit, it comes off as odd to me too. Like almost sometimes you like you find yourself in a position where you're like I don't even know why I like the things I like. I've just like saw a bunch of memes of it. Yeah, but it's uh, sometimes I also, you it, know it comes back to the thing I always say though is I can't blame people. Sure, is like that's part of the matrix. That's part sure. of the programming and everything is making it so that you don't know what kind of hell. You're really living in. Sure, sure, sure. And even us on some level, we Get think we nice got it all steak. figured out. Get that nice uh, steak, you know? You know, we're talking about bank runs. We're talking about aliens and motherships and we're ha-ha and boo-hooing and whatever. But it's like, yo, when the banks actually do crash, you got that cash, <laughs> you know? I hope, like, you got, I hope you got food, guns, and ammo. Something, one, of the, one of the three, you know? If anything, food. Yeah, at least food. Food and some water. Literally, the dumbest thing you can do is buy like an extra couple cans at the store and yeah. put them in, you know, your storage or whatever. Yeah. That's literally the dumbest thing you can do is spend like four extra dollars on some beans and shit. And spend one dollar on our like, Patreon. We'll still be podcasting once the shit goes down, I think. We'll do our best. Yeah, we'll be coming to you from the uh, ham radio. <laughs> yeah, we'll be dude. Uncle Ted's on the ham, boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Later. Keep it greasy.